Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 697. And today we're going to dive into the second part of the City of Jinky 42, which is celebration. The ultimate celebration of the realization of the silliness of life. <laughs> of the whole the punchline, this is it. When you get the, the, the ultimate, oh my God, we've been, uh, you know, playing this video game our whole lives, freaking out, absorbed in the drama and the gossip and the pain and the suffering and the murdering and the believing the lies, playing out all of this stuff. And with all the beauty that that also during the journey we have experienced, but it just dawns at the end of this detachment, the path of the gift of this Jinky 42 of detachment, right? The ultimate letting go of life and death simultaneously. We looked into yesterday how, it, how this is the realization that um, life and death are both the same. And um, we can get esoterical about this stuff, but ultimately what it means is the more we look at something in a certain way, the less we are able to um, absorb all of the other ways that we can look at it. So the more we become detached from a specific perspective, the more we are able to realize that all perspectives are looking into the same place. And I'm not talking about in regards to everything. I'm just talking in regards to one specific subject. In this case would be life. And what is that polarity? The death, right? Life and death, the beginning and the end. And <clears throat> we cannot really see that until the end, right? This video game is so well designed that we cannot know that we're playing it until it's over. And so that is the punchline. It's over now. You're dead. And now what? And, and this is the, the most, you know, sobering uh, contemplation. You know, there might be nothing we might just be head tripping about all this stuff. What is the purpose then of, of even contemplating all of this stuff? If at the end there is nothing, I, I personally don't feel that. I, I have an inner understanding from my own personal, personal physical and metaphysical experience to know there is a completely new reality. Uh, a different and, and vast and endless uh, reality beyond and and before and after death, uh, even before birth and after death. But let's just uh, play the devil's advocate for a second and say, okay, well, there's nothing. <coughs> there's nothing. You, you're dead now. If we can really embrace that, then what is our lives? We say, well, what's the point? You know, we're all going to die anyway. Why, why, why bother? And that is the perspective of um, of the personality when, when it, it's trying to get stuff. I talk about that a lot here. <clears throat> but if we were to really go beyond getting and understanding that here now we do have something very powerful, which is the ability to experience that fulfillment by giving, giving now in our lives to ourselves when we create to others, right? 
giving. And the moment that we're giving and we're truly genuinely giving, we are giving to ourselves. And so in that moment, now we have a completely new, incredibly powerful moment that takes away all that need to look into the future and find our death. Because if it ends and it's over and that's it, then you lived, you truly lived, right? And the same if you see it backwards, right? Dying into every moment, there's this uh, great uh, um, <laughs> kind of like, you know, a piece of writing by the Star Trek people on the, the, um, <clears throat> the, the what's it called? The, the Klingons, right? Today's a good day to die. Right? This is kind of like the motto, the motto of all true warriors that have really gone through to war throughout history. To surrender to the, to the you know, in that, in that case, you're going to war. There's a high possibility you're going to die. But before that, you have accepted it. And so now you're living without that burden of, of fear of dying. And if we can take that and apply it in every, in every moment, what does it matter what people think about this or that? What does it matter if you fail at something? What does it matter if you succeed? What matters is that you are there. And for the most part in this civilization, we, we are being trained to not be here. We, I see it all the time, people having conversations and then stopping in the middle of the conversation to look at the fucking phone. I mean, I, don't, I, I can't find anything more disrespectful to the conversation than to do that. Unless, obviously, you're like having a conversation and you say, well, I'm waiting for a phone call or something. Something, you know, that is <clears throat> brought into the whole thing, right? But <clears throat> I'm talking about just this, you know, obsessive compulsive, you know, need to, to, to check out. And that's just one example, right? Because this is kind of like the evolution of what we've been doing forever, you know, not really being there. But when we are really here and we are genuinely honest, the conversation um, has a different tone to it. It stops being vain. It stops being ridiculous. It stops being superficial. And when we address the truth of the moment, and it could be anything, it could be something incredibly inspiring and, and uplifting, or it could be something profound and, and dark and, 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 you know, that is, it, it needs to process, right? But the, the conversation, the frequency of the experience <coughs> shifts, and then we, we fall deep within. It becomes, it has weight. That weight falls within us. <clears throat> we become incredibly powerful at that moment. And the conversation, the energy changes. And obviously it's because we are detached at that moment from whatever is going to happen. I'm not saying, you know, go around in life and just, you know, don't look at the sidewalks to see if there's cars coming and stuff. And I mean that in terms of all conversations or business deals or whatever. What I'm saying is, what happens when we look at life with this um, curiosity, this permanent curiosity that, that, that turns everything, every single moment into an ecstatic expression of gratitude, 
that celebration for the we can't we can't if you can't breathe if you've ever had the experience of not being able to breathe how no no I know most a lot of people haven't had this experience I've had it <coughs> how horrifying is to live a few moments without being able to breathe how can we become so grateful that we can breathe those people that can't see they can never see the sunrise or they can't listen they can they can hear they can never they can never hear music how to be so grateful for what we have right now that be- life becomes a constant celebration wow we're here look at that i have food i have you know a place i have a house a home i have a means to move i am in a place you know which you know although we're still going through a lot of shenanigans in a world stage level we're still here we we haven't been turning to fucking the borg you know thank you god that celebration of life that celebration of expression that every moment becomes that celebration and i'm not saying that <clears throat> because we're going to be looking into that today that that this is something that um that that is the city because the city of celebration is a completely different thing it's not something that you become it's something that just happens with every other city in a moment there is there is the punchline you know like <laughs> the laughter just like the joke just kicks in oh my fucking god look at this whole thing for the entire of lifetimes and now it's like wow you know collapsed all your lifetimes in one moment boom and you see the entire picture and you realize it's, it's a huge joke right but we're going to be diving into that um um as we uh, um as we dive into this jinky uh, the difference between the process of detachment and the ultimate let go of all of this um all of life and death <clears throat> we're going to be going through this codon ring of life and death today But before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to jorn.tv, that's J O U R N.tv, that's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom there's a black menu with five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode and that'll get you started with what we're doing here. <clears throat> we're learning how to heal ourselves. We're learning how to become present, completely present. and uh detached you know if we were going to use this um gift of this jinky 42 detached from um the games of our personality and this entire reality ruled by the shadows of the world what is at the other side of detachment right a life that we get to choose and simultaneously we get to experience without bitching that it's not what it what we wanted to be How powerful is that to have the ability to look at life and say, well, you know, what I have re- I have really properly created reality. You know, when my my attention was on on expansion and joy without the specifics. And then you let God fill in like a you know, it it fills all the details and then you get to have the surprise of the adventure. But if we go through life, um micromanaging everything uh not only do we make our life miserable but we make everybody's lives miserable as we go through that process 
And this is kind of like the, the bread and butter of this reality. Everybody's fucking micromanaging everything. <clears throat> all this didn't go the way I, I went. Now I'm going to bitch about this person for all fucking eternity. And I'm going to eat your ear about it all day. They did this to me. God damn it, that happened like 20 years ago. Can't you just let go? We're here now. Life is amazing here. How do we get shit done now? How do we experience that love now? We need to let go of the past and let go of our expectation of the future. So on that page, you will see a, a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. That's when you click on that link, that will take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your hologenetic profile. This is a map, the map we're using to find our misunderstandings of reality in the unconscious. And since it's a map, it tells you the misunderstanding and the understanding. And we're using the art of contemplation to download directly from God the particular specific uh, relationship of this key, these gene keys that applies to our life, that apply to our lives. And, uh, and how can we, when we contemplate, we can start getting the download to understand how life is lived when we learn to understand the divine dichotomy, the, the, <clears throat> the divine paradox, right? Because um, as long as we're living on, on either side of or this or that or good or bad or them and, and me, we are not touching God. We are not really moving. Motion movement happens with when, uh, when unity happens. So as long as we're tilting towards side, it's like when you're um, in a canoe and you only are, um, you have the, um, what's called a row and you're rowing on one side, you're going to be spinning on that side. If you roll the other side, you're going to be spinning to the other side, but you're not fucking going anywhere. You need to roll on one side and the other side for the canoe to go forward. This is exactly how life is. As long as we're looking <coughs> at life from a tilted perspective, we call it the male and female polarity within the doing and the being uh, or the doing and the allowing, if you will, doing is the male and the, and the allowing is the female. If we just go through life allowing everything, you know, without us actually, you know, living our life and making decisions, then we're going to be spinning. We're going to be spinning on an eddy of, of a situation, of a reality of the world, just like we are experiencing right now at a world stage level. If you go through life just pushing, 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 pushing without the God, allowing God to flow through your life, we're going to miss so much. And whatever we achieve, we're not going to enjoy And so it's like we're not going anywhere because our goal is joy, right? Our goal is expression. Our goal is, you know, experiencing beauty and the unknown. And so we're not going anywhere. But when we learn to breathe properly, take that inner breath, you know, in inhale. On the exhale, we're creating reality. We're learning how to command reality and we're learning how to allow reality to allow to come to us. And so um, on that page in episode 256, you'll see everything to learn how to read this map. This is the beginning of our study. <coughs> Only 11 jinkies, 11 areas of the unconscious where we're diving to uh, reclaim ourselves, our, 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 basically our power. I'm, our power is in the darkness. It's, it's our dark expression. But... 
when we express it from a, a, a place of wanting and, and taking and getting, uh, this is why uh, everything in the world is so sad, because there is no love. But the key here is learning how to express this power within ourselves with love, with the realization of giving, with the realization of the divine paradox. There is no other people. They're us. Everyone is us. So how do you treat yourself? How do you treat other people? How do you give? And so that the ultimate question is, what would love do? And that we see every area of this map with that um, crystal, right? With that magnifier. What would love do? And then obviously we are going to overlay that into our lives. And when we have our conversation with God, then we can call forth the experience and say, God, send me the messenger so that we can actually have the experience of this uh, instead of just, uh, um, you know, having the fantasies in our head that the, we're enlightened and all that bullshit. We get to have the physical experience. It's no longer philosophy because all we're talking about here, these are words. This is philosophy. <clears throat> the entire of this jinky system is philosophy. This isn't truth. We're using this, we're inputting this high-frequency data into the brain so that we can have our contemplation, our conversation with God, and then manifest experiences that will give us, uh, um, um, because that's the only thing that teaches. There's only one teacher in life, and that is life. Experience the experience. That is the teacher. So when we have the experience, then we have knowledge. Then we have truth. And that's what we're after here. But this uh, hologenetic profile, this 11 jinkies on this map, is the entry point into our study. The true study is the 64 basic archetypes of human consciousness of, of you know, building blocks of reality. When we go through the entire thing, and the whole thing is a trick, because all of these 60-point views, of they're looking in, we're looking at God. 64 different ways of looking at the, at the movement, at the, at the change of the, of the flow, of the transition, of, at the, at the ex, expression of God. And when we dive into it, we realize that we're just looking at one thing. The movement from fear to love to enlightenment. The movement from um, living life with a closed heart, without love, into opening our heart and realize that there is only one of us. And then taking that journey, that adventure, all the way until we dissolve back into God. This is what we're doing here. And, uh, but we have to start somewhere. So this map is the beginning. <coughs> and it's, uh, it's still going to take you a while to go through the whole thing. So on that page, episode 256, you see everything to get started with this. If you want to uh, learn more about Jorn.tv, TV, about me, about Pearl Planet, about Planet Homemaking, click on the About tab and listen to episode 1. Uh, our goal here, number one, is heal ourselves, is reclaim our power and become um, um, self, um, what's called the anaata, which is the, the it's, a, it's a frequency tone expressing uh, the presence uh, within um, the, the community. It's not that the community makes you an individual, but as an individual, as becoming your authentic self-expression, you become of of uh, of service to the community, we cannot create. That's why communism doesn't work, because it's full of people uh, uh, saying what to do to others. We can't go that way. This is much more advanced. This is about becoming true individuals, 
And, and when you're an individual, you're your authentic self-expression, uh, you no longer need the attention from others. And that's when everything starts changing because at that moment you become a giver. And that uh, when, when that happens, there's an electromagnetic connection from your heart to the heart of others. And now we're creating reality. Now we're allowing, we're flowing with change and that is contagious. People start picking that up. And this is how we create the future. <clears throat> we have to, at this point, awaken into our true essence and our true purpose. And we're here to express that true purpose in, in everything in our lives as, as individuals. Um, but, uh, but we need to learn how our misunderstandings of reality permeate the, what we call the world shadow. And uh, at the world stage, we're living in a reality where everything is based on a system that was created out of fear. And I'm not saying everything. I don't want to generalize. But um, the, the only thing that I consider real in this reality is the people, our relationships with each other, and our creations become before they become absorbed into the matrix, into this, this uh, system that's based out of, of, of lack and fear and control and, and, and um, hydraulic despotism, you know, controlling the resources, controlling time, controlling money, controlling energy, controlling information, controlling, uh, you know, the attention of the masses. And so as we become sovereign individuals that we get to choose what's true and what's not, not because we come out of a head trip place of like, well, this is true and this is not, you know, because there's also delusions, you know. We need to become very grounded uh, in um, in spirit. Then kind of like that, that is the kind of like dichotomy, another paradox there. Grounded on our lives, on our physicality, on our body, in our body, on the earth, right? And at the same time, grounded in spirit, grounded in the stars, right? Grounded in our uh, uh, heritage and our and our. Um, um, uh, our uh, what's it called the fractal line throughout all of our history past and future we have our galactic family throughout the entire multiverse and we connect with that right but we have to do the job here and the job is just as we're looking into the unconscious to heal ourselves we need to look at the fucking shadow of the world and stop pretending that the shit that's going on it isn't real because it is real. And, and, and the only way we're going to make it through this, because we're in the middle of a, of a test, of an initiation into a different consciousness, um, what, what's been called Christ consciousness. But before we get that, we need to pass the test. And the test is to truly become an individual, to have the ability to observe reality and be coherent within yourself, within that intuition. What feels fucking right? And a lot of what's going on in the world that you see, well, that does not make sense. Why do we have all these sudden deaths happening all over the world? Everybody can say, well, that one I know, you know died and he was 30. And that one died out of no sudden death. And when did this start happening? And why are people don't know about it? Because it's not being broadcasted on the news. And then you start realizing the nature of the shadow system you know, a system of lies that it's built, you know, as a consequence. We are responsible for the system. It's the consequence of us not taking responsibility for our own power, meaning <coughs> our ability to, to engage in life. If we don't know what the fuck's going on, whatever we do is just going to be having us spinning in circles. 
In order for us to move somewhere, we need to have a reference point. And knowing what's going on at a world stage level gives you point A so that you can draw a line to point B. Most of the world don't even know where point A is. They're just in an illusion with their attention lost in Instagram and listening to the fucking MSNBC and whatever the government leaders are telling them. You know, you're like, okay, well, now there's a balloon flying over Canada and, and they waited a, or from over uh, United States and they waited a year. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> waited a, a week to um, to bring it down. Now there's one in, in Canada and, and, and you start seeing and you go like, are you fucking kidding me? There's people dying all over the fucking world, not only of the fucking vaccines, but of hunger. There's so much poverty. Why, are, why aren't we fucking fixing that shit? Because it's not a priority. It's not a priority for the people that have realized what we need to do is get rid of, you know, eight, seven and a half billion people because they're just useless eaters. But we're not. All of humanity is a, is, a, is a grand genetic experiment to allow the body to evolve so that it can house God. And every single entity is important. I don't even go align myself with that idea of like all souls and any of that bullshit. We're all the children of God born at the same time. Some people might have been focusing on something for so long and not something on something else. So they come here and they might be not experienced on something. And you could say, well, they're, you know, they're not old souls. It doesn't mean that. It means that they might not have been taking that path for X, Y, Z many lifetimes. And so they're not necessarily uh, proficient on this and or that, right? But that doesn't mean they're not. They're not our brothers and sisters throughout all eternity. And so at this point, this is the time when we make that move into a new consciousness right now. <clears throat> and um, so um, you can listen to that episode there at the bottom of that page, the about page. There's a resources section and that explains what's been going on in the last uh, three years at a physical level. We need to look at what's been going on so that we can make decisions that uh, aligns us with the Ascension timeline. And what that really means is, um, how are you going to ascend if you're dead? You know, I mean, you're going to have to reincarnate again to come back and do it again. By the time you did it, then we're already there, you know? So you need to to know, we need to know what's going on to say, you know, I'm not going to participate in a global digital currency system that they're going to be tracking you know, how much carbon uh, footprint you have and, 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 you know, how much, how many fucking, uh, you know, beers can you buy a, a week or how many, uh, you, instead of that, you, you're going to have to buy broccoli, you know, and, and if they don't like what you're doing, they just turn off the fucking thing. This is already happening in China. And this is what COVID means, certificate of vaccination ID. They failed on that one. But they keep trying at it. And they, when I mean they, is us. Our shadows are fueling. Our attention is fueling these illusions. And so we need to become aware at a physical level of what's going on so that we can choose to position our attention somewhere else. And when you do that, you are kind of like one of those games where you have like you're building these blocks on top of each other. And then at some point you have to pull the the block from underneath and the entire thing falls apart. I think it's called Jenga. So when you pull your attention from the matrix, you're pulling your block from underneath the entire structure and the whole thing falls apart because you don't believe it anymore. You don't believe the lies. And since you don't believe, you don't do what you're told. 
and everything changes there. Because now you're putting your attention here where how about we create a, a true education system? How about we create something of value that actually helps people, a completely new consciousness that is not based on fear and lack? Because we look at, at nature, it's incredibly abundant in every possible way. All you have to do is look at the sun shining every day for since it's its birth. And it will shine until its death for billions of years. The sun. This is what we are. And so all of these illusions of economic turmoil and, you know, lack of trade routes. And now the chickens are fucking dead because they're burning up the, the, the you know, the, the exploding of all these chicken plates. There's no eggs. All of this fucking bullshit. These are the games of stupid children that have no love. How can, how can you do that? Because there is no love. There is no care. There is no appreciation. When you look at another as, as, a, as cattle, instead of God, you're looking at another, you're looking at God. And this is where we're going. This is what Christ consciousness means. That doesn't mean you're going to go save their lives, you know, or, or whatever. You know, it's, it's not your responsibility to... Uh, true love is allowing, Right? But you're not going to be allowing this bullshit when you can see it. When you see it inside of your heart, it's coming out and say, it's time to speak the fucking truth. And live that reality, right? Because that's what you're being pulled through. So all of that information is there. As always, I'm not a teacher of anything. Uh, no one can teach you this stuff. There are no teachers in this reality. Uh, the only thing that exists are hierophants, and they're very rare. I mean, just to give you an example, Jesus is a hierophant, and, you know, he did something 2,000 years ago, and we're still here. He's still here, and, and, you know, we're still following that because he was an embodied ascended master, right? Our, our big brother, right? And there's many of them throughout history and here right now. But um, other than that, the true, only true teacher is experience. So what I'm doing here is I'm, I'm a student of the great work. I'm just uh, reading this book, The Jinkies, and um, contemplating it every day and applying it into my life and, and putting it in podcast format so that you may find this system and use it in your life. Use it to reclaim your power from the unconscious. Use it to learn how to use that power to serve life, to heal life, to love to bring your love, your unique self-expression, your creativity, your drive to the world. And ultimately, when you found that fulfillment, when you have lived and given, and you're not even thinking about enlightenment and any of this stuff, then you can be called and say, God, you are ready. Come and dissolve back into the everything. And that's when it happens when we don't need it anymore. Um, so let's dive into the second part of the city of celebration, right? So the transition from the shadow to the city, from expectation to celebration, does not occur within time. This is what I was saying earlier, right? The process of detachment emerging over time as we accept our shadow patterns is an illusion, and this is, this is, this is, I know, here comes another monkey wrench into the whole thing. Well, what the fuck are we doing here? Well, because we're talking about the city, right? The work that we can actually do is the work from the shadow to the gift. 
So that the gift itself of detachment is is the path. We do have to experience this because you can get to this these philosophies and say, well, if there's really nothing to do because everything is already what it is and what is there to do, that is a trap. It's a, it's a quasi-spiritual trap, right? And because then you stop living and you're not really ready to stop living, you know, and, and actually that, that might not even be a, the good way to phrase it because when, when we're talking about the city, we're talking about the divine gift. We're talking about an expression of God that goes beyond um goes beyond our lives here. Our, it goes beyond time, an expression of God that, um, that unifies all of creation. It's not even unifying. It's it, like I say, it's, at that, this point, words become useless. But what does go away is time. And so it never really happens through time. It's a moment. It's a, it's, a, it's a realization, right? This is what they call enlightenment. Right. So even though it may feel as as we are making progress from one state to another, nothing has really occurred. Awareness is playing with itself. In a sense, it is playing at being serious. Awareness enjoys the seriousness of being on a quest of being a hero or heroine within the drama of our life. However, when the civic state is experienced, a great realization dawns that we have always been asleep. And because now we're talking about realization of the true nature of who we are. When you get this realization, the entire picture, and this is not to, to take credit or energy from the journey, uh, because we are, everybody's where they are, and it's beautiful and perfect where we are. So because a lot of this happens also when you start looking at this huge, grand things, and then you just go like, fuck, I'm a fucking ant here, I'm nobody, right? That's the personality looking. So what we're talking about here is that our life is a book. It's a story and we are the hero of our journey, right? And that is why we're here. This is where we are. So the only way to get to where we're going is by being here. We cannot take that step unless we have one foot step in the present and then another one, you know, stepping forward. Otherwise, if you didn't have the, the foot that's staying here while you're pushing your, your you know, having your leg go ahead and, and, and take the next step, you will fall. So it's very important to know that we're here and wherever you are, it's perfect. But what we're talking about here is the realization of the, the punchline, the joke of, of this whole drama of life, right? And that happens in a moment, right? And so, um, and it's, the realization is that we've always been asleep in the matrix, and so even as though we were, we, we were evolving uh, at being detached, we were still asleep. And we cannot be half awake. We're either asleep or we are awake. And that's just, you know, nature. When you're sleeping, you're sleeping. When you're awake, you're awake. Now, there are other states like, you know, lucid dreaming and, and um, out of body and all that stuff. But uh, in this case, we're using it as a metaphor to uh, truly have the realization of the paradox. <clears throat> and so um, so in spiritual circles, uh, it's often used the word awakening as though this were a steady pros progressive occurrence from one state to another, when in fact it is a sudden occurrence. The 42nd city, uh, it's getting the punchline of the joke 
Up until that point, the whole storyline was a setup that was leading to this final insight. This is what all cities are, getting the punchline. And with all great jokes, we can only laugh because in a sense, we have allowed ourselves to be tricked. And that is funny. We're like, oh my God, I was there in that life and it was so hard, but it wasn't. And now I see the full picture and you know, you're, you're cracking up because you're like, fuck, I see the full picture. But it's always like that in life. You don't really get the, 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 what it was until after it, right? So that's why we have to live the story and make the decisions and go through the journeys and the suffering and the joy and everything to get to the point that you look back at the whole thing and, and you know, get it. Like, oh my God, it's a fucking joke. The entire thing, Right? So the DNA helix uses human forms, we're talking about God using the bodies of all humanity to continually reshape and reinvent the DNA sequence so that we can build the Homo Sanctus. It is like the cosmic serpent that endlessly keeps shedding its skins. We are constantly changing bodies. Humanity keeps new babies are being born and old people are dying or, you know, people are just dying. And then more people are coming. And we've been having this process throughout forever, right? And as we have evolved genetically, we have moved from the Cro-Magnon to the Homo uh, erectus or whatever was first. And then now we have the uh, Homo sapiens. This is the bodies we're riding. And then as we are getting ready for our next stage in evolution, we're making, we're the, the, it's cooking within our DNA, the Homo sanctus, right? But our bodies are not these skins, right? We are the but we are the we are the divine light of creation riding the bodies, right? It's it's like we sleep. Our awareness on this cosmic job, it's it's we're sleeping through the net of 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 these uh, generations of DNA configurations, and at some point we find somehow we pass through this. Um, our our awareness, our our essence suddenly gets it like, oh, my God, look at all these loops. Right. And suddenly we see the joke that we are not the skins. We are not the body. We are not the biomachine. We are the serpent, timeless, unpredictable, fluid and play, playful. We are. And I wouldn't say the serpent here because, you know, it's, it's, um, it's not necessarily the most accurate um, metaphor. But I would, unless you're looking at the Ouroboros, right, the serpent eating its own tail, we are the, <laughs> we are forever. We are what's riding the bio machine. So the one in whom the realization of this city has dawned is filled with laughter. And all they wish to do is share this laughter with others. They do not know how or why this has occurred to them. And, um, Unless they've been, they were uh, masters and they, they knew the, the, you know, the myst mystics and they knew all of this stuff. But this stuff happens to people everywhere. I mean, throughout history, people just get this stuff. Boing! People that were even deeper in the shadow that they've never done any work on the gift. It just happens. And so this laughter takes over, you know, and life becomes light. It's everything. All of the heaviness of life goes out the window. And so the Cidic state occurs outside of the mind, outside of the personality, and it immediately silences all of the noise. All of the noises of the personality, the complaining, the looking, the past, the guilt, the shame, the fear, all of that's gone. 
All of the emotions that the, the body is addicted to, they're gone, right? It's burned. And this is why some uh, sages go through what's called the dark night of the body. Because the body still is addicted to the chemical cocktails that were created by the attention on the shadow. But in a moment, uh, you know, the realization is the fire of God burning through the entire body and, and cleansing this addiction of the body to the chemicals. And, and, and it takes about 30 days. <clears throat> and then um, it's a, a reshaping of the um, of the chemicals. And so now the body is going to start uh, producing high frequency cocktails and the body is going to be um, um, reconnecting with a new frequency vibration of because chemicals are just a manifestation of consciousness. Chemicals in the body, the, 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 the glands produce. Right. But at that point is going to be uh, um, connecting to a, a completely new layer of reality. So um, so there are no practices that assure it will happen. There is nothing at all that anyone can do to trigger this state. It just simply happens, which enrages the personality of those to whom it hasn't happened. And this is the thing about the spiritual person. Oh, I am spiritual. You're spiritual. Are you a spiritual person? Oh, I am spiritual and I am doing these spiritual things. And 20 fucking years go by and now they have no teeth. You know, I mean, at that point, you're like, fuck, I've done my whole life doing the spiritual practice and I'm not enlightened. Because it wasn't about that. It was about love. It's always been about love. It's always been about joy in your heart. It's about living life, not seeking enlightenment. Enlightenment is to to be in the moment. Whether you get this divine gift and the absolute complete realization of life or not, it's irrelevant. Makes absolutely no difference, right? So this is why there is nothing to do except celebrate. What else is left to do? Celebration is the direct manifestation of true awakening. Rooted in what what it means to be alive and dying within the human body. Not that you are dying, but that the body is dying. So simultaneously, we are alive forever because without the spark of life, the body doesn't work, right? That is life. Life is who we are forever. Our essence, right? The, the divine light of creation is life. And there is nothing but life. And simultaneously, we're riding the body that is dying because that's what it is. That's what the body it, it's made to. It's made to die. Until we change the configuration of the machine, but you know that's a whole other, you know, another podcast for that one. But the body is dying, and so we are experiencing both simultaneously eternal life and limited experience. We're experiencing a, a, an ongoing death <clears throat> if we can truly accept the fact that the body is dying. Then we we so we can surrender to the infinite life of our who we are, what what was called the soul, right? The 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 essence of God. And then at some point, you know, through the mysteries, there is there are ways to uh, infuse the body with the light of creation. But before we can get to that, we need to know. That what is happening, this is the point A I keep talking about. Before we can go move to point B, you need to know where you are. And so we need to know where we are. We are infinite life inside of a body that's dying. 
And as we accept that, then we can actually move forward. But if we are here saying, no, I'm enlightened and, you know, <clears throat> I am already ascended and I, I am going to be the, you know, the savior of the world and all that fucking bullshit. It ain't happening because you know what that is? That's a fucking head trip of the personality. That's what it is. It's a waste of time and energy. You're stuck in a chapter in the book. The chapter code, the, the, the chapter needs to end and another chapter needs to continue. The book needs to keep going. Through that detachment, in this case with this 40-second jinky, through that gift, all the way to the complete letting go of living and dying. And then, and only then, when you are no longer attached to anything, then the light may happen. But at that point, the funny thing is that most people, when you get to that point, you don't even thinking about that. You couldn't give three fucks about being enlightened or not. You're happy. You're truly filled with the joy of God. You are loving yourself, life, and everyone. And this is the funny thing about this Jinky 42, right? This is um, the punchline of the, if you ever read the, or seen the movie, the, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, right? Their whole journey was about uh, finding the answer to life, the universe, and everything. And they go meet that supercomputer in that planet, right? To ask the question, what is the answer? And the computer says, it's 42. <laughs> what the fuck? That is the joke, right? Who gives a fuck? It's a number. It's 42. But then, you know, you look at this jinky and say, well, it's celebration. It's like the expectation. It's detachment all simultaneously. And it's a joke. We keep looking for these answers everywhere. And they're right here. Life is what you make out of it with your attention. Your attention is on bitching about shit that happened 20 years ago. Keep doing, keep, you know, fantasizing that life was a better thing. Your life is here. That moment that you gave a smile to someone, that was God. That moment that something nasty happened and you cried, that was God too. 42, the punchline <laughs> of God. <laughs> okay, so we've reached the end of the uh, podcast today. Uh, you can find us on every podcast app out there. And um, uh, podcast goes every day. Sometimes I might take... Um, a day off or something, uh, <clears throat> but I come back and I <clears throat> record all of this podcast. I'm going <clears> to <throat> try to not do that and if, in case record them in advance, but I'm working on that. But it is <clears throat> somehow they all kind of like <clears throat> rearranged so that you, you actually have an episode every day. Tomorrow we're going to dive into episode, start diving into episode four, 43, and it's going to be episode uh, 698, and it's that uh, keynoted breakthrough. And this is one of the um, one of the um, city the the jinkies that equates one of the seals the the chakras goes from the shadow of deafness to the gift of insight all the way to the city of epiphany, and I think is the um, the fifth seal. <coughs> so um, we're gonna be diving into that tomorrow, 
And uh, if if you um, uh, when you go to Jorn.tv, that's J O U R N.tv, that's the homepage of the podcast. And the about page, you will find all of our links for our social media. We got a Telegram news channel, a Telegram chat room, a Twitter, a Truth Social, a Rumble, and a Clubhouse. And all of those links are there. Also at the bottom of that menu, um, black menu on Jorn.tv, you'll see the pioneers link, and that will take you to the category, the pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are um, uh, chats we have with people, and they tell us the story of their life and how they went into the darkness and found their own healing. And now they've come out of that darkness, and, and they are bringing that light into their people, into the world. Beautiful stories. Stories. That's what it is, the storytelling. That's what we have. We're weaving a um, grand tapestry of stories here, the story of humanity, the story of our lives. And we are just people sharing stories. <laughs> the Internet is the modern um, um, campfire, right? And, and you, you get to choose when and how you listen and see stuff. Also, these uh, interviews, they're also on, on, on video, so you don't only see them on audio. And you can see them all there or also find them on our Rumble channel. If you're going through your own dark night of the soul, through your own darkness, at the bottom right corner um, of TV, there's a support button. Uh, we have a program that helps people move through their dark night of the soul. And we have uh, coaching. Also, all of these are coaching and, and, and guiding programs. And uh, it's not teaching because, like I say, I'm not a teacher of anything. It's helping people uh, help themselves and uh, coaching. And if you need coaching with your work, with the Jinkies, with what we're doing here, we have a coaching for that too there. And we have a life design coaching program too that can help you with everything in your life, your relationships, your business, and uh, your purpose. And, and everything that we're doing the work here, how to integrate to knowing what's going on in the world and, and living a life of, of fulfillment, anything that you need in your life. We have all of that there. So just click on that support button at the bottom right corner of TV, and you can learn more about it right there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifania, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.